0: Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we're always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven.
1: And I'm your co-host, Jessica.
0: And start saving your oddly shaped chicken McNuggets, people. They are now more valuable than money. What? (laughs) Do I have your attention?
1: I am interested.
0: Are you ready to podcast now?
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm aware. I'm, Who needs I'm coffee?
0: Awake. We have McNugget talk.
1: <laughs> yeah, tell me tell me more about this McNugget situation.
0: Well, apparently a chicken McNugget went onto eBay for $0.99 cents starting on May 28th. It's had 184 bids, bringing it up to almost $100,000. What? The exact number is $99,997. As opposed to beer on the wall.
1: Yeah. What made this what kind of shape was this nugget in?
0: It was apparently the shape of a character from Among Us. Remember okay. that little phone game? Yeah. It's on PS4, it's on PC, the the sus characters.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: So this chicken McNugget looks like the shape of the you know, the the playable character. Right. Okay. The the hazmat cartoon character. Yeah. And uh yeah, apparently it's been deemed worth almost $100,000 to have this Chicken McNugget.
1: One could argue that those characters are just shaped like Chicken McNuggets.
0: That's a good argument. <laughs> a really good argument. Do you think this is going to start like a whole spree of people trying to force that Chicken McNugget looks like a shape 100%. just to try and make money now?
1: Yes, definitely.
0: It's like Chicken McNuggets, the new Pokemon cards.
1: Yeah. Probably. Or
0: Beanie Babies. Yeah. Shout out if you know that one. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, but what incentive would anyone have to purchase a McNugget that's in a particular shape for that much money? I... It's just going to eventually... I imagine
0: for... To flip the value on it, right? I mean, <laughs> who else is going to... Not it's to just, eat it, I hope. Can
1: you imagine having the amount of money in your life that you could be like, yeah, I'm just going to drop this much money you on know, a fucking McNugget. I'm, I'm
0: really craving <laughs> a chicken McNugget, but I only want one.
1: <laughs> and it has to be shaped in a particular way.
0: Yeah. So, apparently, the the buyer, we don't even know who the buyer is. Yeah. They're anonymous. Yeah. Uh, but yeah,
1: they're probably going to stay that But the seller...
0: Way. <laughs> Apparently, is going to deliver it frozen and air-sealed tight to, okay. to keep its freshness for the buyer. Okay.
1: Freshness?
0: Along with a packet of Szechuan sauce.
1: What? How long have they had that?
0: That's what I was confused about because they don't even have Szechuan sauce right now as far as I'm aware. Not that I'm like constantly checking on the <laughs> so- McDonald's sauces. But... Going back to the original purchase of this, Mm -hmm. it was based out of the BTS meal, which is some pop Korean band or something.
1: It's a K-pop band, yeah. Okay,
0: it was like basically just a ten nugget meal, yeah, with like these two special sauces that were not Szechuan sauce.
1: No, it was like a sweet, sweet chili and uh, Cajun sort of. Yeah, they called it Cajun, but it was it's like a spicy. I don't even know, like honey Dijon almost, but spicier. Anyway, so maybe it... That's weird. So the person
0: had to have had special and Sauce... Already. Already. So, like, are they a professional... Collector? Donald's buyer, seller?
1: I also would love to know the statistical probability of finding a nugget shaped like a character because, like, couldn't this person have just gone and spent $100,000 on nuggets? I like,
0: mean, I do it all the time. I'm always $100, like... $100,000, like, huh? No, no, no. <laughs> I wish. I... I I find unique shapes shapes in my nuggets all the time. Yeah, like, like I used to make dinosaurs out of my McNuggets because some of them look like legs.
1: Yeah, and some of them so look I'd like make, heads. I make
0: like a T Rex out of them. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, what I'm wondering is if this person had just taken their $100,000 and just purchased $100,000 worth of nuggets, right? And gone through them. What if they had like 20 of these? You don't know.
0: Mm-hmm. That's true.
1: Because you know what, most people eating fucking chicken McNuggets aren't even looking at the shape; they're just going straight from the uh, thing into their I'll fucking mouth.
0: With that, I look the shapes,
1: but most people that are eating nuggets aren't sitting there looking at the shape. Just saying.
0: Okay, maybe <laughs> I don't know, but this is gonna start people like go like, how you just said like it's. Why did he just go buy hundred thousand yeah. dollars worth of nuggets?
1: Shit, he you could don't... have spent twenty thousand dollars and found a, found well, one.
0: The easy answer is because he didn't know he wanted to spend a hundred thousand dollars on a nugget until there was a nugget. <laughs> until that there he was sold. a nugget
1: that sh- was shaped like yes. a character. Got it. But okay. like,
0: you're probably going to now see people do that where they go and spend a hundred dollars <laughs> yeah. and then hope that they get a fucking nugget. Yeah, and then try to flip. Might it. Might resemble something yeah. and they could try and make money. Yeah,
1: on like it. this McNugget looks like. A ball.
0: It's the modern day Jesus <laughs> toast. Really, if you think yes, about it, it is.
1: it totally is.
0: Did that? Did that? Was that sold, or was that just like it looked like it? Can
1: you buy and sell look at, Jesus? Look how cool this is, and like
0: you fucking eat it. <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> I'm assuming it was uh, sold. As far
0: as can you buy and sell Jesus? I don't want to get into that okay. kind of <laughs> murky water of uh, Fair conversation. Enough.
1: Fair enough. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's a particular group of people who would agree. Or disagree.
1: Yeah. Would or, feel or, strongly. Or who
0: would have an opinion about whether you could or could not.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: And I will not be a part of
1: it's it. It's none of my business what Jesus does or what people do with Jesus. I mean, it
0: affects the whole world. It should be. <laughs> I mean, what if he's driving and he doesn't take hold of the steering wheel? Are you okay with that?
1: Yeah. No, probably not. See? But
0: so also, already you're just lying. Okay.
1: I also don't. Expect that I would be saying Jesus take the wheel, <laughs> in a literal sense.
0: <laughs> I would imagine. If he's in the driver's seat. You yeah. should have to. Yeah, say you shouldn't. Such a yeah, thing.
1: Yeah, he'd have to be in your passenger seat. In which case, just drive because yeah. you're already driving. You don't get to take breaks from driving. If you need to take a break, you just pull over.
0: What if on a road trip?
1: Yeah, exactly. So you just pull over, get something to eat, and you can get a break. Okay. You know, like
0: maybe some Jesus toast.
1: Yeah, or you know, you can switch spots. <laughs> anyway that's fucking crazy
0: also do you think this will start mcdonald's to like make nugget shaped yeah like franchise characters now
1: <laughs> you know what i want to do like they're
0: gonna make partnerships with like marvel and <laughs> have like go
1: by dino nuggets and be like oh God, we have jurassic, <laughs> oh world, God, nuggets. jurassic world nuggets the world nuggets
0: i would do it when, like I said, they already had them. You just got to put them together.
1: Exactly. So
0: really, I guess you could say those were Dinobots. I don't know.
1: Yeah. There have been Dinobots the whole time, I guess. Yeah.
0: Dinobots <laughs> in disguise. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: All right. Yeah. So um, that's a thing. Yeah. It is a thing in this world now. Of course a it is. Chicken McNugget worth $100,000.
1: I can't even imagine.
0: Yeah. Just thinking about how many, how much dollar value I threw away my whole life. Eating yeah. Chicken McNuggets. I could be a theoretical billionaire.
1: Yeah, a theoretical billionaire. <laughs> if only.
0: If only. Alright, well, now that we've got through that nonsense. Yes. Although, one last thing. We do have a packet of seswan sauce.
1: We do, yeah.
0: Should I be holding that uh, for stock value?
1: I don't know. Is it still edible at this point?
0: It's not open.
1: But where is it? Is it in the fridge?
0: It's in the pantry, I think. So it's I should probably pantry? put it in a location that won't allow it to fall and then break open. Like all, like of the, all other the other fucking, fucking sauces that have been falling.
1: Yeah, we need to put those in a bin or a bag or something. Yeah.
0: The eBay bin? <laughs> yeah. The e-bin? Yeah. Will do.
1: Yeah. Alright, so for our new releases, we're making a little bit of a change with how we announce them. We're going to just pick a few things... For each of us that we would recommend or we think would be cool for people to check out. Instead of just going down the list every time.
0: Not necessarily recommend, but have our interest.
1: Yes, things that have piqued each of our interests, rather. Because obviously we haven't seen it, so you can't really fairly recommend it, I guess. (laughs) So I'll start off for this week. Although I'm assuming this is probably near the top of your list as well. Loki the series is coming to Disney Plus, finally, June 9th, on Wednesday. So
0: yeah, I just let you have this one. Yeah, I kind of figured I felt like you seem more passionate about it than I was.
1: I mean, I did dress up as Loki for Halloween one year.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I did dress up as a random character that Loki would have betrayed. pretended to be <laughs> and or betrayed. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so obviously that's gonna be really awesome. Um, there's a couple other things that people might want to check out too. in the Heights. It's the um, it was that musical that was supposed to be based in I pre- I'm pretty sure Brooklyn. Um, that's finally actually coming out uh, to HBO Max and theaters June 10th.
0: Yeah, I feel like we saw the trailers for it years ago. Like it two, was last year, two years ago. I feel like we saw. Yeah, the trailers it was for holiday season
1: of 2019, and then it never came out last mm-hmm. year for obvious reasons.
0: I wasn't interested then, but like I will probably watch it now because I've seen so many fucking trailers for it. Yeah. So I'm like, well, now I have well, to Well, that know. didn't
1: work for a dog's purpose.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Valid point.
1: Um. Yeah, I know. Knowing that it's going to be on HBO Max, I might be, I'm more interested in checking it out.
0: That's probably more the reason. Yeah,
1: I do like musicals in general, so whatever. Might as well. Um, and then Infinite, which is coming out to Paramount Plus June 10th. This is the uh, new movie coming out with we I think we mentioned it last week or the week before, and it's uh, Mark Wahlberg's in it. So usually, sign me up.
0: Yeah. It, <laughs> so I watched the trailer. It feels like it's a mix between Fast and Furious and what was that Netflix movie about? Like the immortal people. Um... Please don't time it. It's called The Immortals. <laughs>
1: The immortal people. But,
0: um, oh, Charlie Theron was like the lead in the movie. They were like people oh. who like didn't die.
1: Shit, what was that?
0: Anyways, it looks like a mix between those two movies. Okay. And when I say Fast and Furious, I don't mean like a bunch of fucking cars. I okay. mean like the over-the-top action stuff like that.
1: The old guard is the, the movie. old guard. Yeah. Okay. Thank God. <laughs>
0: It's like, if it's called The Immortals. I was like, I'm pretty sure so it's not called The Immortals because I think that's a movie that out.
1: Henry Cavill's in. It's a separately, separate movie entirely.
0: Yeah, that was like a spinoff to The uh, the Army in 300.
1: Yes. Um, yeah, it definitely looks interesting. I, be, I mean, I'll be checking it out. It's nice to see like a legitimate looking movie come to Paramount Plus. Yeah,
0: right? It was SpongeBob <laughs> and like. I guess that's about it so far. Yeah, huh?
1: SpongeBob and SpongeBob. <laughs> so far. <laughs>
0: Alright, yes, I have a few things on my list. One that caught my attention, it's actually a little bit older. It was from last year. Pinocchio, it's a foreign film adapted for the story of Pinocchio. Uh-huh. I think it's like dubbed over. But it just looked like a really over the top, dark take on the story. Okay. And it just it just reminded me a lot of like Pan's Labyrinth or something like that.
1: Like Guillermo del Toro?
0: Yeah, which I think he's doing a Pinocchio.
1: Yeah, that's supposed to come out this year.
0: So, it would be interesting to see the, the differences between those. Yeah. But yeah, this is a... So
1: this is a different one, then. A
0: different take on it, Okay, yes. interesting. So, yeah, I'm interested in that. And then, that's coming to Amazon Prime on June 11th. Nice. And, of course, we never got to watch this, but I've been eyeing it for a while now. Willy's Wonderland is coming to Hulu June 13th.
1: Oh, okay. Which is
0: the... Nicolas Cage film where he's trapped in a Chuck E. Cheese-like location with all of these animatronic like characters that are, like, evil and try and kill him. Yeah. Only thing is, it looks like they're trapped in there with him.
1: Yeah, that's the question, isn't it?
0: <laughs> so, that looked well, like... Well, I'm uh, glad that's
1: finally coming out and we didn't pay $20 already.
0: <laughs> it was on Xbox for, like, a dollar rental and I almost did it but then I forgot and then...
1: Oh, wasn't it like not that long ago? It was yesterday. Oh my God. I would have been so mad.
0: <laughs> but then I saw this, I was like, oh yeah, cool. That's the reason I remember that I okay. forgot. was like I was like, oh, God damn it. But then I was like, wait a minute. Wait, wait I don't need to. Yes. <laughs> I could wait a couple more days.
1: Yeah.
0: Or I guess more like a week. I could yeah. wait a week. Yeah. So yeah, uh, those are our interests for this week. Uh, check them out. Let's yeah. know what you think if uh, you end up watching them.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, let us know if uh, we give you bad recommendations or good ones. <laughs> you know, people are more likely to review something if they had negative experiences. Just plain. So off
0: you head. want us to just like give people the shittiest?
1: <laughs> hey, I mean, whatever
0: suggestions so that they'll be mad and then <laughs> so give us a review. So they'll
1: give us a review. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they have terrible all, suggestions that the rest of the podcast are is good pretty reviews? good.
0: Is that like our motto? <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: I don't know what I was thinking already. Okay.
0: I mean, the upside of having a lot of people saying how bad your podcast is would be a lot of people seem to listen to your podcast. Exactly. So it must <laughs> must be good to an extent. Yep. All right. Well, let's get into some of our news stories. Uh, some quick things. Christina Ricci has been cast in Matrix 4. Wow. And that comes out December 22nd. This is via Collider. Now, I was a little confused on this at first because I was like, "Well,
1: how would that's you just supposed now
0: be... to be coming out within this year? Yeah, that's pretty late to be announcing a cast member.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm assuming maybe it was like a secret thing. She's already been filmed in her parts, or she has such a small role it's not relevant to yeah. worry about. I
1: feel like it. Did, I think the story said that it was like a the like Warner, uh, Warner Brothers or. Yeah, so they they just quietly updated some press release thing or whatever. Okay. And so y- y- you could be right. Maybe she's just a small part. I wonder if like... it's like
0: she did her stuff through green screen or whatever. They didn't really even need to. It, that's how the press wouldn't really know because that's true, she's yeah. doing it through like her home, maybe.
1: Yeah, maybe that's a good point. Well, that's cool to see another.
0: I decent... mean, it's the Matrix. I imagine yeah. a lot of it's going to be green screen, right? Yeah, exactly. Especially based off the last movie. Yeah. All right. Uh, John Wick Four has also cast Donnie Yen.
1: He was in. Um,
0: he was an IP man.
1: He was in Rogue One.
0: He was in Rogue One. Yes. Yes. Okay. He was the the blind force sensitive. He was yes. a Jedi, right? But he he was but, force sensitive. Yeah,
1: he was force sensitive. Yeah. Okay.
0: Spoilers.
1: Oops. <laughs> it's, it's been a while, so.
0: <laughs> it's also a very hated movie, That's so I, I feel nobody like nobody cares to anyway. Watch it. Yeah, I, I liked it though. I did. We lost a lot of people listening to this podcast just then. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of that Star Wars franchise, Is-a-Me, Jar Jar Binks, has been cast. <laughs> oh, wait, no. is no. a, Is-a-Ray.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's a little different.
0: <laughs> I could also have gone for just, like, a Ray as, yeah. as my segment.
1: Yeah. You could have. You
0: know. But I chose Jar Jar. Yeah. The underdog of the Star Wars universe.
1: Yeah.
0: So, Issa Ray has been cast to voice Spider-Woman in the Into the Spider-Verse sequel. This is via THR, The Hollywood Reporter. Okay. When I first saw the headline, I was really confused because they didn't say... They just said, cast as Spider-Woman. I was like, wait a minute. Didn't we already get that movie cast? Oh. I don't remember who it was, but I swear we cast. Anyways, it it wasn't relevant. It wasn't the
1: same. Yeah.
0: It was this. Yeah. I only know her from that uh, comedy with Camille Nanjiani.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I can't remember what it was called. Um, They're like a married couple that like thought they were going to be pinned for a murder. They didn't because they yeah. saw it, but they didn't. It
1: came out around the same time as Stuber. So I've forgotten the name of that yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> so. I think
0: that was on, was it Amazon Prime? Or one of the other services. I could tell you that much for sure. Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> the Lovebirds. The Lovebirds. That's it
0: was. Was. Yeah, that's one thing I know her from.
1: Yeah, she's in a few other things, but that's probably one of the bigger ones I remember her from as well.
0: Yeah. Alright, uh, Why the Last Man has officially got a premiere date for September 13th on FX and Hulu. Uh,
1: I'm excited for that because I don't think I realized what it was about. I looked up what the comic is about today, and it's about a post-apocalyptic society in which all men... Are no there's no men left except for literally one. Yeah, and I mean it'll be interesting to see how they how they do that, how it goes.
0: In this scenario, he's probably getting a bunch of women trying to bang him, right?
1: I mean, yeah, probably. Unless they're they're like evolved to a situation where they're like, we don't need a man or something. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if it's post post apocalyptic, there might not be very many people trying to reproduce. I don't know.
0: They're just trying to survive.
1: Yeah. We don't know the state of the world. That's
0: true. That's true. It's a very popular comic. I have not checked it out, but...
1: We should see... Well, if this is coming out in September, maybe sometime between now and then, it will be on uh, Prime Reading or whatever. One of the the books might be. Yeah, we can look for that. Yeah. Well, we got some newer news, too, on The Boys Season 3. You may recall that Jensen Ackles from Supernatural fame was cast as Soldier Boy, and we finally got to see first images of his costume and whatnot. The designer of the suit actually has uh, has made a statement that their goal was to highlight a bygone era of overt masculinity and grit. With that pedigree, we dove headfirst into baking in an all-American quality grounded in a military soldier's practicality with a heavy dose of old-school cowboy swagger. We knew that the actor had to have Steve McQueen looks and chops with a John Wayne attitude. Luckily, Jensen Ackles embodies all of that. That's how they describe what they did, I guess.
0: yes, getting past all of her pretentious bullshit, yeah, looking at the student it feels like they just mashed together Captain America, green Arrow, something like that
1: yeah <laughs> I can see I see what you mean like yeah. it's
0: it's very different than the comic design so which different. Is, Literally based off Captain America.
1: Yeah, and also in the comic he has like short sleeves, and I don't know if he always has actual shorts on, but in some of the pictures he has shorts on. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very like
0: bright yeah, it's blue. It's like the wrestling kind of. Yeah, yeah. Onesie.
1: Yeah, it's very uh, like bright blue, red, and white full-on Captain America parody situation and this like when I first saw the picture I was just scrolling through Instagram and it was like green I was like "Green? is he gonna be the fucking green arrow in something like what is going on I
0: mean I get they were going for like the military yeah design in that sense but they mm-hmm. changed the colors but like yeah. the way that she's describing this it's like no you weren't it it really looks like even when I say green arrow like to an extent it also kind of looked like uh like Mandalorian
1: Kind mm-hmm. of, yeah. you
0: know, when she was talking about the the cowboy thing. yeah. like, well, Mandalorian kind of looked like that, too. That's so true, yeah. I could see that. In the legs, you could kind of see that style. Yeah. With the, the tone, you know, browns and greens. Yeah. But, sure. if She wants to feel like she's...
1: I mean, I'm just... Some
0: creative take on it, sure.
1: I'm just glad it looks cool. Because I was legitimately worried whenever I saw that he was cast as this character. Because I love this actor. I've watched mm-hmm. Supernatural and, like... I think when I saw that he was cast as this character who is typically like a coward Mm. or whatever and like has this ridiculous costume, I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't like that. But at least he has a cool costume now, whether he turns out to be a coward or not.
0: Let's put it like this. Just be glad all you know is that he's a coward because I know other things. things I know (laughs) know
1: a few other things too that are not something that I loved either. But it was.
0: uh, And I'm hoping to see if they. Tackle if, if that they go
1: there yeah
0: in the next season
1: yeah I'm very curious to see what they do with that as well which
0: i imagine they will
1: yeah probably um anyway I was happy with this uh costume because I feel like it looks infinitely better than what I was worried it, it was looks gonna be fine it looks yeah.
0: realistic it yeah. looks like a what you would expect for a yeah. modern militaryesque yeah superhero
1: it just makes him look a little bit more badass than I was expecting. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Just the way she words it, it's like me being like, oh, I I smeared peanut butter on on the <laughs> bread to expand the the rich texture of the bread and, and jelly to accommodate that peanut butter.
1: Okay. You know, yeah. like, just
0: like bullshit. Like, yeah. yeah, I made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah. I was fucking hungry.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we got actually some other set photos for a different hero costume that we can talk about, too. Shazam 2, there were some set photos uh, put out by, I think it was just Jared or something. And it shows uh, Zachary Levi in the new costume for the next movie. And I have to say, I appreciate uh, that it doesn't appear to be padded anymore.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he did look a lot thinner in the suit. I I think that was actually the opposite for me. I, I think that made it worse for me that he was not as exaggerated as he is in Shazam. Because the character is very bulky. Yeah. And I thought that was like a fun play on the character being so drastically different from this child into this like, you know, fish out of water superhero child.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did notice, I felt like this outfit looked a little weird because it's got like these little whatnots on the collarbone area that appear to be where you might attach a cape. Yeah,
0: that's so exactly what that is.
1: they may, maybe they're attaching the cape in post. I don't know. Um, or he just I'm wasn't. I'm sure
0: there'll be scenes where they have an actual cape. Yeah. Where he's not doing a bunch of action. Yeah. Whatever. So
1: these are like unofficial photos and they're not complete, obviously. So that's why. There's probably yeah. some things missing. So I'm wondering what kind of enhancements they'll do in post.
0: I mean, yeah, most of these movies now will have part of the costume and the other stuff, CGI that they yeah. add on. Yeah. Um, I thought it looked terrible, personally. I think it looks way worse than the first one. I. I guess feel I just like... like the cartooniness of the first one. Yeah. I, I see... know this looks more realistic. It yeah. Just, it just doesn't look right to me for some yeah. reason.
1: I feel like um, I read somebody say, somebody said something like, the first costume. <laughs> Uh, you have him all like padded up and like crazy like cartoony looking because that's what like the 12 year old boy's idea of a superhero costume is Mm -hmm. and then this is potentially him after he's matured a little bit and understands the world or whatever i don't know maybe that person's just making it up but i was like that's a logical yeah
0: progression potentially Almost somebody on production is straight up saying that. We don't Yeah, No,
1: that. I don't know. I'm just saying. That's what I read some comments or whatever. So I, I agree with you that I feel like it doesn't look as good overall. But I do like that there wasn't padding. Because I feel like the padding bothered me previously. So somewhere in the middle is where I would like it to end up.
0: <laughs> well, on the topic of superheroes and cheesy costumes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Jupiter's Legacy apparently has been canceled on Netflix. Mm. So we will not be getting a season two. Yeah. We will not get a answer to the, I guess, cliffhanger stuff of season one. Yeah. Not that you really need
1: unless, more to
0: know other than like, oh, okay, that guy did that.
1: <laughs> uh, unless we do get an answer, but it's only in their new replacement for it, the super crooks or whatever.
0: Yeah, see, I think there was reference that they might have some of the characters crossover, but like it... It sounds like they basically bought them out of their contract, so oh, as of okay. right now, they don't have any obligation to come back to anything.
1: Gotcha. Okay.
0: Um, yeah. So, Super Crooks, I think, is the show you were talking about. Uh, it was going to be an anime, animated series, and they're they're now making also a live action version. Okay. With the same name. I see. Which will be so focused on villains rather really than
1: really bad name.
0: I'm assuming that's the name of the group of Probably, villains. Probably.
1: Yeah.
0: I think it's based off an actual comic that's tied okay. to that universe yeah. with this stuff. Okay. Um Yeah, I'm not that heartbroken by yeah, this. I'm okay. <laughs> like, you know, we literally said in our review was I'll check out season 2 if they make it, but if it doesn't hook me by the first episode, I'm out. Like
1: <laughs> Yeah. I'm totally fine without more of that show. Although I saw uh, Josh Jamel apparently was pissed.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean I would be upset too if I was getting a paycheck and then I was like, oh, now I'm not. <laughs> no,
1: I'm not getting. I mean,
0: he, well, technically you get paid. Not the paycheck
1: without having to do it Or whatever
0: your contract was worth, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, I would think so.
0: I would think I don't. I don't know unless the there's some kind
1: of like separation clause where you only get partial or something weird.
0: Yeah, but that would have to be implied then that there was in his contract for another season, right?
1: Yeah. yeah all right so uh sony executive uh sanford panich was talking about uh, spider-man's mcu future recently where he said there actually is a plan i think now maybe it's getting a little more clear for people where we're headed and i think when no way home comes out even more will be revealed the great thing is we have this very excellent friendship with kevin feige there's an incredible sandbox there to play with. We want those MCU movies to be absolutely huge because that's great for us and our Marvel characters. And I think that that's the same thing on their side. There's lots of opportunities, I think, that are going to happen. So, basically what it sounds like is we're going to continue the MCU stuff? Or...
0: This <laughs> makes it more confusing, yeah. in my opinion.
1: Because didn't we just talk about how we thought that it, it's it just seemed... well what
0: we think doesn't matter. No, no, no
1: I know, but, based, but like, based on the evidence at the, the time, the fact
0: is, Sony's clearly building an MC, their, their own, well, MCU, their own MCU, their own Spider Verse, right? Yeah. Okay. SCU. MCU <laughs> is doing their thing, yeah. right? They obviously had like joint custody yeah. of them of, of Spider Man through the yeah. contracts that right, they have, right. right? Obviously, ultimately, it's up to Sony in the end, but it. Just feels like pick a lane.
1: Yeah,
0: is he is he in the MCU or is he not in the MCU? Because the way that they make it sound is like he can just kind of hop between the two universes, and yeah. like that's going to get dumb real yeah, quick. It and is if they're separate universes, but he can go in between them. Yeah, why is he going in between them? Yeah, why is he not living with Aunt May and? All of the other fucking people he's had his whole fucking relationship built around. Yeah. In the multiverse that he grew up in. Why would he then be like, you know what, I'm going to go live in this one. Yeah. But I'll come visit on in summers for the MCU. Like, wh- what are you talking about? I think the bigger thing here is, did this guy just go against their whole, like, hush-hush on, like, what the fucking plan is? or
1: Yeah. Or is he just, like...
0: Like, I feel like he thinks he's vague enough, but, like, at the same time, like, I feel like he gave out information to an extent that, like, you can kind of, like,
1: pick up some Brent Pick ones. out that
0: there's where they could be going with this character.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: I think this definitely implies the multiverse mm-hmm. with Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield being possible Spider Man characters, you know, yeah. like, heavily rumored. Right. It just seems weird.
1: Yeah, it'd be really interesting to see what ends up being the deal with all that. Because <laughs> it's, been, it's been a lot of back and forth. Mm-hmm.
0: The one positive I would say though is like the way he talks is it does sound like they do have a good relationship with, yes. with Marvel currently as far as sharing the character.
1: Yeah, true.
0: Whether or not it works out with what they're trying to do. I guess that all depends on if they're going to agree on what they want to do with sharing the character. And
1: how, yeah, and how much money far each as we party know, gets.
0: Technically as far as we know... <laughs> There was the latest contract, which was the No Way Home movie. Yes. And then a cameo in another untitled film. Yeah. And that was it. So beyond that, we have no clue what's going on with his contract. True. Like I feel like it's a disservice if they bring those characters into the MCU. Because I would have loved to see Marvel do a take on Venom. Yeah. Not Sony's take on Venom and then mash it into the MCU.
1: Yeah.
0: And force it to work. Yeah. Because they've already established him with whoever without without Spider-Man getting the symbiote first. Yeah. Which is fucking dumb. Yeah. Anyways, I digress.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you don't have any strong opinions on that or anything?
0: No. <laughs> Some other news with Disney. Uh, Cruella 2 is already in development apparently. This is according to The, the Hollywood Reporter. Uh, the movie released on May 28th, and it's apparently already gained $48.5 million worldwide, and it's released just in theaters. Okay. So that's not even including the data for who's purchased the premiere access oh, yeah. of the film on Disney+. Plus.
1: That's interesting.
0: So we don't even know, you know, because Disney doesn't get that data, yeah. how, how many people actually purchased it.
1: Yeah. I'm... I haven't really heard anybody speaking one way or another about this movie. So uh.
0: I've heard both ways. I've heard that it's a like fun movie. I heard it's good and and they have a lot to work with as for the future of like what they could do. But I've also heard like it kinda of defeats the whole fucking point of the character going into the cartoon stuff. Yeah. Because the easy answer is they're different versions. Yeah. I don't know, we'll, we'll probably end up seeing this movie. Yeah. It's one of the few movies that's on the, in theaters right now that we either haven't seen or want to see. Yes. <laughs> or are willing to see. Yeah. Alright, last in our news, Rob Zombie is apparently going to do a modern adaptation of The Munsters.
1: Okay. I'm listening.
0: <laughs> are you?
1: I love The Munsters
0: but do you love rob zombies no, movies No,
1: but i'm interested to see where it goes <laughs> what
0: was the last one we watched uh, house of a thousand corpses yeah
1: that was a hard no for yeah. me yeah
0: there's the devil's rejects there's
1: yeah uh, i just there's another
0: one he just recently did i think it was tied to those characters
1: i'm just curious to see how he makes it terrible i
0: guess <laughs> when you say terrible do you mean like actually terrible or do you mean like
1: Like, terrifying.
0: Terrifying, morbid.
1: Yeah. He's going to do some crazy, terrifying shit with it. But I'm still curious about it because I did love watching the monsters.
0: Okay. I mean, that's what I'm curious about. Is it going to be his style or is he going to be, like, toning down for a more casual audience? Because this is rumored to be... A Peacock thing, if I'm correct. I oh,
1: think he's going to tone it down. One of the news
0: outlets said that because Munsters is tied to Peacock, mm-hmm. it would presumably be a Peacock original okay. film.
1: So he might so need... So I don't know
0: how true that is.
1: He might need to take it down about ten notches then.
0: <laughs> More like a thousand.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Corpse notches.
1: Yeah. I can see lots of opportunity for cre- creepiness. In the Munsters, if you think too mm-hmm. hard about each character, so I can see where he might want to go with them. Yeah. So I'm just curious to see where, where it ends up.
0: i gonna be honest. I don't know a whole lot about the monsters. Like, no. I've watched it when I was young, like, yeah. randomly. Yeah. At, like, a relative's at house. house. Yeah. yeah. I was trying to be vague, but sure.
1: <laughs> I watched it on TV Land, so. Yeah. Yeah. We, we used to watch that um, at my dad's house, so. It was a good show.
0: <laughs> so yeah he, he announced it on his social media he said attention boils and ghouls the rumors are true my next film project will be the one i've been chasing for 20 years the monsters stay tuned for exciting details as things progress i didn't even know he was trying to get this so i
1: did but i guess i can't say i'm surprised i could yeah
0: Alright, we did watch a trailer. I think this came out actually last week, but it snuck behind us somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Tomorrow War had a trailer starring Chris Pratt.
1: And Betty Gilpin.
0: Oh, right, yes. She yes. was in this.
1: I know. When She's we,
0: popping up more now. When she
1: first showed up on screen, I was like, who the fuck is that? And then I saw so they showed her again. I was like, oh, it's her. It's Liberty Bell. <laughs> Which we saw her in, what was it, like Hunters or something like the that? The Hunt. The Hunt, sorry. Yeah, wrong yeah. wrong thing with the word Hunt in it. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, I think this. So I'm gonna be honest. I was already interested in this movie before I saw this trailer.
0: Yeah, I thought this was gonna be like some generic sci-fi, yeah. thriller movie. Yeah. Turns out this is like alien invasion, uh-huh. apocalypse yeah. type film with
1: time travel. Like, yeah, it's,
0: it's like the the anti Terminator. Yes, they're going back in time to bring you, bring you to forward the future in time. to save the past
1: and the future and
0: the future yeah,
1: <laughs> to save everything <laughs> yeah so i mean i'm in it's calm cool. with
0: me if you want me to live
1: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know you sir <laughs> well i want me to live
0: <laughs> so basically they draft the world yes to come fight in a war in the future so that which you yeah. have to have really good fucking trust yeah as a planet yes to be like you know what I believe you. Yeah, I mean, for all they know, they are
1: the, the alien invading invaders. aliens. Yeah, I also had questions because I feel like they said eighteen months or something. Like a, it was a fairly short period of time to have invented time travel. Well,
0: no, dire times. You know, I
1: guess. Yeah. So maybe, maybe I just mean, misheard it, but
0: Tony Stark did it in like moments.
1: <laughs> yeah, he just had a random thought, and it was like
0: actually, Jarvis. <laughs> why don't you? twisted a little bit yeah time travel
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) so yeah uh, and i love the fact that we still get to see a little bit of chris pratt humor in it yeah you get some some comedy as well he
0: had some yokes.
1: yeah so i mean i'm all in i think it looks very cool
0: yeah i'm looking forward to it yeah the aliens they didn't really show like a whole lot but like you faintly saw them kinda of reminded me of like Independence Day Aliens. They felt like they had a bunch of tentacles right, hanging right. everywhere. Yeah. Um in fact it kinda of felt like that kind of movie. It was like the new Independence Day kind of film. Right. Only it's the planet and not yeah. the country. It
1: is coming out July second, right? Which is Is it, that Earth Day? Uh, no, it's just Fourth of July weekend. Oh. That
0: would have be been really cool if it was Earth Day. I mean I don't Going know in with my whole thing of like now it's the planet. Let's see. And not the country of the USA having to fight this battle although I guess Independence Day was also the world but it was really heavily themed around Independence Day yeah you know
1: Earth Day was in April so we missed it (laughs) oops
0: (laughs) well I was helping save the planet either way I'm sure I did something helpful
1: yeah probably like threw something in the recycling bin
0: I do it all the time
1: Alright, shall we get into what we watched for this week? Okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> Here's how our rating system works.
1: If we hated something, we'll burn it.
0: If it was just okay or we're neutral, we're going to test it. And if it was pretty good, we're going to slice it.
1: If we absolutely love the shit out of it, we're going to dissect it.
0: And if all of us dissect it, we're DTF. DTF.
1: First up, you watched Eden, uh, which came to Netflix on May 27th. And it's a CGI anime adventure sci-fi situation... Correct me if I'm wrong, but my uh, some, my understanding of this is it takes place thousands of years in the future where robots slash AI, AI robots basically run the world at this point. Yeah. And, um, not girls. Um, and then they find a human child and end up raising it in secret. Is that, yeah. That that how that's goes?
0: like basically the, the start of the, the show. And then it okay. goes on from there.
1: Okay. Um, there's a lot of random... Stuff that I I don't know much about the show. But I just wanted to point out two big names. are voices The English voices in here of the two robots, Rosario Dawson and David Tennant. I thought that was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I didn't even notice that until you pointed it out.
1: So, tell me about this show.
0: It's only like four episodes. It's really short.
1: I okay. think they
0: were 25 minute episodes.
1: Does the story seem like it could continue? Do we know?
0: Uh,
1: or does it seem like a one-off?
0: It... Feels like a one-off, but I can see how they could continue it. But it would feel like a completely different. The point of the show would feel different to me. Okay, based so off it what would happens,
1: probably be something else, like another story based in the same universe, but not the same.
0: No, it no? would be okay. this, it would be a continuation. Okay. But like the whole point of this one is basically humanity does not exist. Got it. The world is just just covered with robots who mm-hmm. are programmed to pick apples. Okay. And then they convert that into energy to run the plant, which allows them to continue picking apples.
1: Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> The robot. So, of it's course. It's an right? exercise in futility. Okay. Yes. Got it.
0: So, like, the whole, like, theme is, like, humanity was, like, the flaw in the planet and it destroying the planet. And mm-hmm. so, there's, like, an antagonist robot who's, like... No humans. Yeah, and so when this there child comes in, that's why they have to secretly take care of this child, okay. and then it kind of goes into like there's this you know these reveals of the child and and the relationship of where everything goes and blah blah blah. But it felt like it was only four episodes, and the, each episode like felt like I guess it just I don't know why it wasn't just a fucking movie.
1: Yeah, it sounds like a lot of information to happen in 4 25 Yeah, they episodes. really
0: sped through the story very quickly. Like, okay. you jump to, like, things very quickly in this. And it, it, it's easy to follow, and you're going to predict stuff within the first two episodes of yeah. where it ends. But it just feels like it was weird that this is called a series with four episodes, and it just, the story is so short. In how they told it. It just felt like it could have just been a movie. So that's why I'm like... I'm expecting them to have a season two. Okay. Maybe this was just a trial.
1: Oh, to see if people were interested? Yeah.
0: But some of the creative I, decisions were just fucking dumb in this, I thought. Like... I think the creator's name is, like, Justin.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: the, the creator of the show. Oh, okay. His name... I don't know his full name, but like yeah. his first name is, like, Justin. Okay. And I think the, the company name that the robots are based on it's called like Justin Corp or some stupid thing. Like it's like <laughs> okay. so creative.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: The others like that, like, oh I have to make sure my stamp is on this, yeah. or like he couldn't think of a better name. Yeah. Yeah. That's like and a so like things like that I kinda like rolled my eyes at. I'm like, <laughs> okay.
1: It sounds like a teenager writing a comic. Exactly. But... <laughs>
0: it felt very like it felt very confusing that Netflix greenlit this. It just seemed like a very basic underdeveloped story like I see where they were trying to go with this whole grand scheme concept but like
1: mm-hmm.
0: it was really dumbed down
1: you weren't that impressed
0: it, then it no it like other things that bothered me about it were like the the main character she would like have knowledge of things in humanity like mm-hmm. dancing and and singing and like just cultural things that you would only know if you were a part of it yeah yeah but somehow she knows about it, even though she's supposedly the only person alive in how many years?
1: How old is she when they find her?
0: She's a baby in a pod. A baby. It's like a Superman story. Okay. Only she doesn't have powers.
1: Yeah. So... So they,
0: then it kind of time jumps and she's like older. And then that's okay. kind of where her adventure starts.
1: Okay. Oh, you know what? I heard... I was walked in on you watching this episode. Yeah, and I she, think
0: you watched like the first like,
1: one. Yeah, and... She says something about, like, I read it in a book that I found at the whatever site. Some forbidden area, right? So she was, A, knows how to read, I guess. Okay. And found some archives or old books, and that's how she knows about it. But it's still a bit of a stretch. It's
0: understandable, I guess. But, like, even the robots are, like, I guess you could argue, like, oh, well, they probably taught her. But, like, even they're, like, there's times where they they act like they're learning what humans were like, too. Yeah. And so, like, by that logic, then they don't know what she should be as a person. Yeah. And so, just weird stuff like that.
1: Just inconsistencies. Yeah.
0: And then, by the end, there was, like, a whole implication of the solution of everything. And Mm. I'm just thinking in your mindset, Mm -hmm. you know, where you're very scientific with stuff. It's like, they're going to have to explain a lot of how this is going to possibly work out.
1: Okay. With
0: the implication that they just put on everybody. Okay. And I I'm, must I'm say, everybody I mean the audience. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Because it doesn't make. It, it, that's not a fairy tale ending.
1: Yeah.
0: If you're being realistic, and I know it's a cartoon, but like, right. it just. Yeah. It felt like a very undercooked story. Okay. That had has potential, but I don't know. It's okay. It's whatever. So I,
1: overall, do you would you recommend it or? It doesn't sound like you would.
0: I would. <laughs> It's not a burn egg. It was yeah. fine. I guess test it. Okay. It's it's not long enough that you like wasted your time. Yeah. But I wouldn't expect a lot out of it. Okay. Like I'm hoping that they're just trying to build up stuff for what they can then go into further later on. Okay. But it seemed like they were trying to tell two different stories that never really landed.
1: Okay. Well, sorry you're disappointed. <laughs> I just in my head I feel like I thought you enjoyed it more, so that's why. Alright, so we also checked out A House Broken. This is a new animated series that dropped on Hulu May 31st. It's an adult animated series, to be clear, and it follows a group of talking animals who have a therapy group. Um, I guess the working title of this was Therapy Dog. So um, Honey, the leader of the group, considers herself a therapist. I think her owner is a therapist or something like that. And uh, she goes through a midlife crisis following the, the loss of her best friend, who's a dog, not her human. But, um, there's a lot of big names in this cast. We've got Lisa Kudrow, um, Nate Faxon, uh, Nat Faxon, Clea Duvall, Will Forte, Tony Hale, and Jason Manzucas. so, uh, it's all over the place. There's some really familiar voices, if you, sh- if you take a listen or check this show out. There's only one episode so far, um, I think new episodes drop on Tuesdays, so we checked out the first episode just because it came up on Hulu, and I was like, sure, why not? Um... I thought it was kind of funny. It wasn't as good as I was kind of hoping for, but it was relatively funny. I feel like it, I'm assuming it will get better over time. Um, I'll probably check out another episode and see if I'm interested in continuing it. Um, So overall, I'm going to call it a... Slice It, because I laughed a decent amount. So I'd say it's worth checking out if you like adult animated shows.
0: I felt like it was very generic, and it felt like... Every Fox cartoon is the same shit, different backdrop these days. Nothing really about it drew me in, and I was kind of over it very quickly. I think the jokes were too played out, and I was I was very disappointed by it. I'd have to say, for me, it was a burn-it. Nothing that I'm going to go out of my way to watch.
1: Okay. I know I have a soft spot for talking animals, so maybe I rated it a little higher than normal pe- non- a normal person would, so...
0: Well, there's cats in it, so I should theoretically like it a lot, but it just, just, I don't know, it doesn't do it for me. Yeah. And it has a good cast of voices, it's just, I don't know, jokes didn't land for me. Felt like the art was, like, generic to every other adult animation cartoon out there. So, just, I guess there's just probably a saturation of this kind of stuff right now for me.
1: Yeah, makes sense. Okay, and we finally got to watch Raya and the Last Dragon. This is on Disney+, and it originally came out to Premiere Access on March 5th, but we finally got to see it, not Premiere Access, a.k.a. we didn't have to pay anything extra, on June 4th. Um, So we checked this one out, finally. It's a computer-animated fantasy action-adventure by Disney, and it follows Raya, who is a princess of the Kumandra Heartland, as she attempts to restore peace in the land by finding the last dragon to help defeat the Druun evil spirits that turn everything they touch into stone
0: i didn't even think of her as a princess this whole movie
1: yeah she was a princess they they say warrior princess so she's oh i didn't even
0: hear that i just i don't know i guess it makes sense her dad was like the leader of where they were but i guess i didn't see any of the groups as being like kings or queens it just was they just those were the territories
1: yeah um, got uh, also quite a few big names in this as the voices. Kelly Marie Tran voiced Raya, who's the main character.
0: We know her from Star Wars,
1: yes, we do. Um, Aquafina is Sisu, the last dragon. We know her from lots of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gemma Chan, who's actually going to be in the Eternals movies, um, and she voices Namari, who's another princess. And there's quite a few others. You guys can yeah. look it up if you're interested. Large you know. supporting cast, large supporting cast, yeah. Um, so overall I thought I liked the animation style. I thought the art was cool. I thought the story was interesting. I liked that it wasn't, um, the old fashioned damsel in distress bullshit that Disney used to usually does with princesses. So I was, it was a little bit more action packed and exciting. So I think that was cool. What did you think?
0: I really did enjoy this one, but here's the thing. I think about halfway through the movie, it hit me. That this movie feels like the story is basically a rehash of another big Disney property. That I don't want to give away because that kind of yeah. tells the story of the movie. But yeah. once you see it, you go, okay. There are... And so in that sense, I was like, well, that's kind of lazy. But I don't know. It, it, it was different enough that I guess you could argue that it was its own thing. But like, yeah. it felt, you could summarize it very much like a rehash of something Disney's already done.
1: Yeah. There there are parallels to be drawn.
0: Yeah. But I do enjoy the characters. I think the movie was funny.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It had my interest. Yeah. It did feel a bit long. It did. For what it was. Mm-hmm. But I enjoyed it. I thought the art was great. And I think it's worth a watch.
1: Yeah, definitely. It
0: tells a nice story of, of humanity. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, definitely if it's on Disney+. Plus. Check it out. Yeah. You're not paying any extra now, so...
1: Yeah. Definitely go check that out for sure.
0: Well, uh, I'd say my my full verdict for it would be a Slice It. I, I, had a, I had a good time with it.
1: I am also going to Slice It. I thought it was good. I, I enjoyed it. I, I liked it more than I expected to. Okay, and finally we checked out Wrath of Man. This came out in theaters May 7th in the U.S., It actually didn't come out in the UK yet. It comes out July 23rd, so if anybody's listening and uh, wants to see it, you have that to look forward to. This is an action thriller directed by Guy Ritchie, and he also co-wrote the script. It's loosely based on the 2004 French film Cash Truck by Nicolas Bucrief, and it follows these cash truck drivers through their job while being robbed and attacked and whatever. Um, I think it's based in LA, and I hope just for my own sanity and like society's sanity, that this much attacking of cash trucks is not actively happening in the world because it seemed like it was a fucking free for
0: all. I, the whole time I was like watching this, I was, <laughs> I was trying to debate in, with myself like, is this a real thing? Yeah, is it's, this like, is there like these criminal attempts to always get. Armored trucks and stuff yeah, but constantly, like, like, constantly that I like, just don't know happening? about. They're just never in the news. Is it always happening or is this really like exaggerated?
1: Yeah, I, I have to hope it's exaggerated because that'd be very sad if that was not the case. This stars Jason Statham. He plays H, a new cash truck driver in LA, and Holt McCallanney's in it. His name, his character's name is Bullet or goes by Bullet. He's like this trainer, senior driver guy. And Josh Hartnett is in this as well. His character goes by Boy Sweat for some reason. <laughs> that was his name in the show. Um, I feel like we just watched something with Josh Hartnett in it. So it seems like he's making a comeback, it seems.
0: Yeah, he was in um, Die Hard. Yes. He it was like a cameo as himself. Yeah, as himself. Yeah.
1: Um, so yeah, this is a... It, it's maybe not one of the best Guy Ritchie films, but I still felt like there were aspects of it that you could tell You could tell were his style. Um, I, I mean,
0: half of the cast was like yeah. from his old school movies. Yes. Lock, um, sock, Two Smoking Barrels. At least two people were in that yes, movie.
1: Yes. Yes. I could have used a few more C words though. I felt like there wasn't enough. There
0: was one, right? There was
1: one time they said the word cut. Yeah.
0: I would think it took a long time yeah, to get to that point. It was like and two was thirds
1: like, into the movie. I got
0: relieved finally. I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> this is a guy Ritchie film. I'm yeah. like, oh, are we in the wrong movie?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, overall, I liked the plot. I thought it was really, um, I liked at certain points it was like, okay, I know what's going to happen next. So yeah, it was a little bit predictable, but like, eh, it was still fun to watch it was like an action movie you get to yeah. see people fighting and doing whatever.
0: I think that was my only problem with the film was they, and I know this is kind of a Guy Richie thing. He, you know, he, he tweaks with time and all that stuff yeah. too. He does the, yeah. the jumping around mm-hmm. to tell his stories um but i feel like the way they chose to do it in this one gave you the answers beforehand mm-hmm. and then was kind of just to play it out for you but it felt exhausting because you already knew and then you're sitting there being told what you already know and it yeah. just feels like time felt like it was wasted on some of that stuff yeah where they could have sped that up a bit or Jumped it around a little bit different.
1: Mm-hmm. I did like though where it seemed like there were multiple twists, where it's leading. They, they do that thing where they lead you to certain characters as yeah the reason things are happening, and then of course it turns out to be someone else. Mm-hmm. So I, I I always enjoy that. I like that it's not a hundred percent clear until you get yeah right. Um, I feel like you could describe this as um a little bit akin to like a john wick style situation but centered around cash trucks
0: (laughs) they could call it johnny cash
1: (laughs) i think that one might be taken oh okay so yeah it was just action 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 Mm -hmm. and money and revenge and or or avenging revenging i don't revenge revenge yeah yeah. it was it was revenge yeah
0: I mean that's like another thing is like the trailer gives away what he's doing and why he's doing it but then in the movie they act like it's like this big reveal yeah what he's doing and why and it's yeah. like but we already knew that already from the trailer
1: that. yeah maybe they expect you haven't seen a trailer because so, you
0: I mean I'm not going to say what it is in case yeah. people haven't seen the trailer but yeah. like
1: yeah it's pretty clear we know what we're here for yeah. so
0: half the movie I'm like okay well when they get to the when they're going to tell us what we're here for cuz I yeah. already know what we're here for
1: yeah
0: and they didn't do it until like way later
1: yeah exactly but overall, I very much enjoyed it. Um, I'm gonna say I'm I would dissect it. I really enjoyed it. I feel like it's it's a low dissect it. like it's not the highest of the dissecteds, but it's it's still a dissected. I had a good time watching it.
0: Okay, I I would test it. It only because I felt like the way it was laid out, I think could have been better, but I enjoyed the content that it had. I believed Statham had this revengeful passion. For What he was doing, like, yeah, I, I understood his motives, I got them, and then seeing him execute them was just satisfying, yeah. you know. Yeah, it was they, like that was the John Wick side, yeah. All. The like, action scenes him, were so good. Seeing yeah. him execute, like, he's this crazy badass, yeah. Um, I think they had too many camps of people involved mm-hmm. that it made it a little hard to follow sometimes. Yeah. With One like, was a red herring, like, some of them. Look like they were like the same... I don't... Know, some of them, like the actors were like very similar. So I don't know if that was intentional to kind of confuse you. Yeah. Or I'm just an idiot. But like sometimes I thought like this guy's like a part of this group. But then he's like over here with these guys. And the, it's like I got really confused with that. But then... Yeah. Eventually it kind of like clears itself up. Yes. So yeah, I, I definitely enjoyed it. I mean I wasn't expecting him not to succeed though because... Yeah. <laughs> he took out a megalodon.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Alright, that is it for our TV and movie section. Thanks everyone for listening. If you're still here, we appreciate you. Definitely uh, check out our Facebook page, Dissecting This Fiction Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at DTFPod or send us a message or email directly to DTFPod at gmail.com and uh, stick around for our gaming section coming up soon, but please also go give us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, or whatever your podcast service is, if you can rate us, we would love it. To start off our gaming news, have you ever wanted a PlayStation shirt that costs more than a PlayStation?
0: I can't say that I have.
1: Oh, well, in case anybody did, they're in luck. (laughs) Apparently, uh, Balenciaga, a luxury clothing designer, has released PlayStation-themed merch that costs a lot more. Well, a significant amount more than an actual console. For example, shirts are $675, and hoodies are $875. The shirts come in black or red. Weirdly, I feel like they should have, if you think they would have gone with the colors of the newest console, so you would think like white and blue.
0: Yeah, these are themed after the the PlayStation yeah. 5, right? It's yeah. It's not just... A shirt is more expensive than a PlayStation. No, yeah, no,
1: actually, they are, yeah, they're themed merchandise, if that wasn't clear, sorry. They actually are branded merchandise, Balenciaga and PlayStation 5.
0: I don't even know what this brand is. I've never heard of it. I found this out on, like, I think Instagram through, like, the outlets I follow for Uh gaming. And, like, in the comments I was like, I've never heard of this brand.
1: Yeah. It's, like, a super bougie brand.
0: And then, and then like, people were like, wh- like, you know, hella scoffing. Like, oh, oh you've never heard of. <laughs> of course, it's, like, a comment board. So, yeah. I'm, like, making up their yeah. <laughs> attitude. But, like, yeah. people did seem like they were shocked that I wouldn't know of some ridiculously overpriced t-shirt brand.
1: Yeah, it's, like, a super, super designer situation.
0: So, what would they even be dealing with PlayStation 4?
1: Um, I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> marketing, co- like mutual marketing. I have no idea.
0: Uh, I mean, it's just more sad that you can probably get a T-shirt that costs more than a PlayStation Five. Yeah, because the PlayStation. You can get a PlayStation Five.
1: Yeah, because you literally can't get PlayStation Fives in m- most cases right now, and if you can, it's only four hundred and ninety nine dollars, or potentially three ninety nine if you get the digital version, right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, so so yeah, I mean, I guess technically you probably don't have to. Wait around, watching wait watching websites constantly to get a Balenciaga t shirt or hoodie because I don't think they have people knocking down their door to get them.
0: I mean, I probably wouldn't be trying to get one anyway. Yeah, I know. And just even if it was twenty bucks, like I.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a very very weird world we live in.
0: Like the the shirt brand was like prominent on, mm-hmm. like bigger than the PS five. Yeah. Font. So it's like I I don't care about this. Yeah. I can't imagine there's many people that do.
1: It's like um it's
0: gotta be just like a thing like, Oh, you know, I already ate that one chicken McNugget that I got for a hundred thousand dollars.
1: <laughs> I'm bored. What else do I do with yeah, my Yeah, What else
0: can I waste money on?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's for super rich people. Like normal people don't have Balenciaga stuff, so
0: Okay, well that tells me price. that that tells me that Sony thinks that PS five is for billionaires and nobody else. Yeah,
1: PS5's elitist, I guess, I
0: mean, I guess since they're (laughs) raising the price of their games, they must think that. Yeah,
1: exactly. What, they're 70 now? Is Yeah. Ish? Yeah.
0: Yep. So I'm kind of on the fence because uh, I want to get that Ratchet & Clank game, but it's like $70. I'm like, do I want to spend $70 on this game? That, like, I know is going to be half the price in, like, a month.
1: Yeah. It doesn't seem like full, like, launching or... Right when games come out, it doesn't seem, like, worth it to get them. If they're it that depends on
0: ready. the game. But yeah. that's one of those games where I've, like, I know what I'm expecting mm-hmm. from that franchise and, the, like, that tier of a game that, like... Yeah. It doesn't feel like it's worth the full price to me. Right. Uh, but that's deemed, like, the PS5 exclusive that can't be done on a PS4, which... I yeah. question that, but yeah. that's what they're saying. Yeah. Um, But to get into that, release dates... PlayStation does have Ratchet & Clank coming out June 11th, PS5 exclusive. Uh, There's apparently going to be a 60 frames per second ray tracing mode uh, update that you can get day one to add uh, the performance to it. Okay. Um, Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade is getting its update on PS5, so that's coming out June 10th. Uh, Current owners will be able to upload their save files from Final Fantasy VII Remake uh, into... A new version for PS5, if they want to.
1: Uh, so if this is anything like Avengers, you go onto the game, can't... upload it. Yeah, and but you you probably can't go back.
0: Probably not.
1: Yeah, I learned that the hard way. But part.
0: you wouldn't. I mean, you you wouldn't go back because this is it's not
1: that kind of game. Only for PS5. Oh duh. Okay. Oh I see. So you can upload your save that you previously played on PS4 just so you can yes. carry it over okay i get it. to
0: the new PS5 upgrade
1: so that you can play this specifically which yes. is not available on PS4 understood yes. okay
0: there's two different things there's an upgrade that's yeah. free for people who own the game and yeah. then there's a DLC that you can buy for $20 got it this upgrade thing is free but there is content you can pay for all right uh, Xbox, pretty quiet. They do have Phantasy Star Online 2. New Genesis, available for Series X and S on June 9th.
1: I found something cool coming out on Switch, actually, called Game Builder Garage on June 11th. And it's only 30 bucks. and it looks like you design your own game levels, kind of like that Game Dreams. But, like,
0: Yeah, I, I saw simpler. this on the list, and I, I looked into it. I was like, this sounds like a generic-ass game. It looks like it's a Nintendo game. Yeah. And it teaches you how to make like smaller indie type games. Not yeah. like,
1: you know, Obviously you're not like making Dreams, God of but War. But Dreams was but <laughs> like able
0: to make top tier deal, yeah. looking games yeah. and stuff. This is like a little bit more 2D yeah. kind of animated.
1: It seems like a cool thing that is appropriate for Switch. Yeah, like, their
0: trailer marketing is basically like teach you how to program games. Yeah. And I'm sure there's more to programming than right. what they'll give you. But like
1: yeah.
0: it seems like a nice way of kind of training a younger generation to to maybe go into that field.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, I'm actually kind of interested in that game. Remind me, Kind of reminded me a lot of, like, uh, Mario Maker.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, there's rumors of a Zelda-type one that they were going to make.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so I'm sure they kind of incorporated that kind of stuff in there. Yeah. And then multi-platform, we have Ninja Gaiden Master Collection, coming out June 10th, which is basically the... Ninja Gaiden Reboot Games 1 through 3. Nice. Very difficult games, though. You have to be dedicated to those Mm. and have patience.
1: Okay. So, not for me. (laughs) Let's
0: just say it took me a very long time just to beat the tutorial boss in the first game.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a hard pass for me then.
0: (laughs) All right. Um, Our bigger topic this week... I wanted to get into a little bit. So, we got news that God of War has been delayed to 2022. Not only that, but it is also now going to be getting a PS4 version included as well. Okay. So I'm okay with that. Right (laughs) off the bat, it sounds great. Yeah. That's more people get to enjoy a game that's going to be presumably really good because of the last game being really good. Mm Mm-hmm. Here's my only thing. We're getting a lot of these games on PS4, and not that it's a bad thing for people who also get to enjoy these games. Mm -hmm. The marketing behind PS5 has been very misleading and kind of smoke and mirrors, it seems, with a lot of stuff where they say PS5, but then they kind of like, in the background, go, oh, I was also on PS4. Mm -hmm. Why wasn't this announced on PS4 earlier? People are saying that it has to be a last minute decision because of the difficulty to get a PS5. That um, I don't believe that because it it it's not like copy paste to make mm-hmm. a fucking game on another console. Yeah. Granted the PS4 and PS5 are probably more similar than an Xbox and a PlayStation, but mm-hmm. like they have to put a lot of work into this. It's not something they just thought of last second. None of these other games that have PS4 versions were thought of later on. They were all prepared in the beginning. Horizon Forbidden West, Mm -hmm. that was revealed with a PS4 announcement in a blog later on, like hours after. Yeah. That game was for sure going to be from the start. I guarantee this game was also from the start going to be on PS4. But they didn't want to say that in the beginning because that doesn't help sell PS5s. Yeah,
1: Yeah. Which at the
0: time, they didn't realize was going to be hard to do. Yeah. Well, not hard to or sell. Hard to, to. find yeah, for yeah. the sell for the buyer.
1: They weren't thinking that they were going to outsell the supply at the time, which yes. makes yeah. So
0: I fully believe that this was going to be on PS4 from the beginning.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: I also kind of don't believe that it was ever going to be coming out in 2021. Mm. Uh, this whole delayed to 2022, I think, was more marketing gimmick. Mm. Like they planned on it 2022, but they said 2021 to get people early adapters. Because the showcase for the PS5 was on September 16th, 2020. Okay. They revealed this game with a 2021 release date. All they did was show a title. Mm -hmm. They didn't give any gameplay. They didn't give anything but a game title. Yeah. Okay. Horizon Forbidden West was shown three months earlier on June 11th of 2020 with actual gameplay... It was a trailer. It wasn't like the heavy 14 minute thing we got recently. Yeah. But they showed gameplay. Yeah. It was like flickers of it. Yeah. Looked like it was basically the same stuff from that 14 minute thing. Yeah. But just a smaller scale. hmm So the fact that they gave us more content in a game that they revealed only a few months earlier
1: mm-hmm. and
0: then they only reveal a title for that game
1: mm-hmm. tells
0: me that was never coming out in 2021.
1: Yeah. That does kind of make sense
0: you would have had something that you could have shown
1: yeah
0: if it was arguably a year away
1: Mm -hmm. that's true
0: so i guess my my only issue is like i i feel like there's another example of sony's becoming the sony of after they dominate with the ps2 Mm -hmm. when they first had the ps3 they were not at all about the, the game or they were about the business yeah and i feel like they're slowly getting back to that again you know, we got... Is it Jim Ryan is the one in charge now? hmm And it seems like he's kind of been very uh, wishy-washy with things he says as far as PlayStation stuff. Uh, the, the whole thing about We Believe in Generations. hmm They are kind of going against that when they have all these games coming on PS4. Yeah. And again, that's good because there's a lot of gamers on PS4. hmm They're obviously... A no-brainer move as far as financial success for these, you know, for Sony games. Yeah. But when you kind of spin your PS5 launch as we believe in generations, we're going to have PS5 games that separate themselves from PS4 games. Which is also them throwing shade at Xbox Mm -hmm. because they shortly before that were saying that they were going to have games on Xbox One and Xbox Series X. And everything was going to work together.
1: Yeah.
0: And Sony kind of threw shade at that. Yeah. With that generation line. Which is kind of a stupid
1: line. thing to throw shade at. <laughs>
0: yeah. But now they're doing it. Yeah. And I, it, it's not something that they just copy-paste last second. Like, they had plans to do this. Like, both consoles are heavily focusing on using updates for current games rather than releasing next-gen games. Mm-hmm. And every new console does that, right? Where they... They kind of rely on a mix between the old and new gen before they really go head-on with the new tech and make exclusives to only that. Mm -hmm. But... I guess be more open about that, then.
1: Yeah. A little more uh, transparency would be nice.
0: Yeah. This game's gonna be great, but, like, it just feels like these are... I feel like these are lies from the start. Yeah. And I guess it's the idea of, well, well... it puts it out there for people to be excited, and then you hear a delay, you get over it because you you're already have it in your head that you're excited for the game. Yeah, that's true. Versus maybe holding off on buying a PS5 because you don't have any reason to yet.
1: Yeah, or just because you can't get one.
0: Well, yeah, again, though, <laughs> yeah. like this whole marketing mindset in the beginning with these showcases was before they realized that they yeah. were going to struggle with being able to provide consoles. Yeah. There's rumblings about, like, supply issues. Early on. But it was not about pandemic stuff. It was about, like, a chip issue or something. Yeah, a chip. yeah. But they still said they were going to have plenty of supply. Yeah. But, I don't know. The, The Sony marketing's been very mixed.
1: Okay, so for anybody who's been waiting for E3 this year, obviously it's not in person. It's virtual. We've discussed briefly before. It's online only, free to everyone. It takes place June 12th through the 15th. Um, so if anybody wants to check it out, a couple of the big conferences, we've got Ubi Forward happening June 12th at noon Pacific, um, Gearbox same day at 2pm Pacific, um, and then Microsoft Bethesda Softworks are doing a joint conference June 13th at 10am Pacific and either two bigger ones uh, we've got square enix june 13th at twelve fifteen pacific and nintendo direct june 15th at 9 a.m pacific which is followed by three hours of nintendo treehouse live gameplay so that'll be fun yeah um
0: we have some other developers i think too like warner brothers capcom they're all going to be there at some point but they don't have exact dates or times yet
1: Yeah. So those
0: are still up in the air.
1: Yeah, there's some dates on the internet. If you want a listing, a lot of different news point news uh, sites have them aggregated together. If you're curious, Mm. Um, and then notably absent, we've noticed we've talked about earlier this year, EA Play is happening July 22nd, so they are not going to be specifically with E3 this year. And then Sony, of course, for the third year in a row, is skipping it. They've got better things to do. I mean,
0: they're doing their own thing now.
1: Yeah, they've they've
0: decided that it's not worth the money. Yeah. Granted, there's no physical location this year, right, right, but like yeah. the last two years, they were like, it's not worth the money when well, we could just do our own thing online anyways.
1: Yes. Uh, all right, so let's get into what we really want to talk about here. We're going to do some predictions and dream announcements, like what we really want to happen for this year's, uh, it's not really a conference, but, you know, event, if you will. Okay, so since you can go on the internet and search for all the details related to what's actually happening at E3 at your leisure, go for it. That's great. But we would like to discuss some things that are specific to us. We have some predictions and some ideal speculation that we might ha- that we have about this year's announcements, potential announcements. So um, I'll start off. I've got, um, I think the Gearbox might t- show us some new IP they've been working on. Since they were purchased by Embracer Group earlier this year.
0: I mean, have they announced any kind of, like, they're working on anything?
1: Um, I think there was a general announcement that they were working on something. But they okay. didn't give any details as far as I know.
0: I mean, the only thing is, like, Borderlands 3 took how long to come yeah, out? I know. I, yeah. So <laughs> Anything they announce, I don't know if I really take seriously at this point.
1: Right. So, on that note, though. It's possible that maybe not new IP, but we might get some details on this rumored Tiny Tina spin-off game, because if that is true, that would be something they could work on with, with a shorter period of time, since mm-hmm. they theoretically would use, this, use the same engine, the same characters, and all that. Yeah,
0: well, yeah.
1: So if that's a true thing and not just a rumor, we might maybe we get a peek of that. I think somebody said the, some, it was said somewhere it might be called Wonder World or Wonder something. We'll see what happens.
0: So Will be like an origin story for.
1: Uh, I, or just honestly her I'm,
0: as is in the realm of Borderlands.
1: I have absolutely no idea. Okay. Um, okay. And this one, I think that this is probably this one could happen. So we'll see. This is this one's a more realistic Tomb Raider four. I think that um, I know that Square Enix previously referred to Shadow of the Tomb Raider, which came out in 2018, as the uh, quote cinematic finale of Lara's Lara's origin story. End quote. The keyword there is origin story, not series.
0: Yeah, that was pretty much her becoming the character.
1: Becoming the character, exactly. So here's my thought. My prediction is we could see some information, maybe a trailer or a tease, of the first in the next series of her being the actual Tomb Raider, like the adult Lara Croft, possibly remaking a game more like a PS1 classic.
0: Uh, so do you think we might get a, a T-Rex? <laughs> In a, a Tomb Raider game? I mean,
1: I'd be okay with that, but probably not. They've done a little bit more grounded of an approach so yeah, far. Yeah,
0: unfortunately. <laughs> I'm, well, uh, a, a
1: little, a little, little it's bit. It's very
0: paranormal. Yeah, that's, based. that's
1: true, that's true.
0: But, um, I mean. But like, I'm thinking like Double could, Guns,
1: Croft Manor.
0: Find the, the, time, or the, the Land that Time for God, what the fuck they call it? Like,
1: oh, yeah.
0: Land Before time? No. No. Land of the Lost. <laughs>
1: Those <laughs> are all the wrong Jurassic movies. World. <laughs> Uh... Yeah. She could do some kind of time travel situation. Who the fuck knows? Yeah.
0: Um... Back but, to the tomb.
1: Back to the past tomb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I think that actually could legitimately happen based on timing and all the other things. So, I, I'm hoping that works out. Um... And then, of course, my absolute dream announcement would be Hogwarts... Like, not announcement, but, you know, dream thing would be to see trailer or more information on Hogwarts Legacy. It was technically. Everyone thinks that it won't happen because there was an announcement that mentioned specifically Back for Blood being the only only um, game included in the WBE three live stream, which is the spiritual successor to Left 4 Dead. Uh, but technically, which comes out really soon. I think. I think so. Yeah. So technically, though, that yeah, sure, maybe that's the only game they're doing in their live stream. But that doesn't mean that we couldn't get a reveal somewhere else throughout the festivities. Well, yeah.
0: Naturally, you're not going to tell us what you're. Yeah. Going to shadow drop like yeah announcements yeah for. and
1: we already know it's been delayed but like giving us a little bit more breadcrumbs to like chew on while we're waiting you know I that's what I would like to happen mm. yeah so all right your turn
0: okay well, I have a lot of predictions I don't know how accurate they are but like I I I'm confident that they have a chance to happen mm-hmm. first up I think WB is going to show gameplay for Suicide Squad. Okay. This game I don't think was ever delayed. The other Batman game was delayed to the next year. But I don't know if Suicide Squad ever was. And I think that they could show gameplay for this game. I can see that. In the Capcom realm, because that's kind of what I like to look into
1: Yeah.
0: for uh, E3. I believe Resident Evil 4 Remake is going to be announced with a twenty, an early 2022 release. Like February... March, something okay. like that. Okay. Q1. Right. Because going back to Resident Evil 8, everything about that game screams Resident Evil 4 with the design behind it. Gotcha. So I feel like that was their way of making an easy, quick way of making a Resident Evil 4 mm-hmm. remake and a new Resident Evil title at the same time.
1: Nice. Okay.
0: So that's what I believe is going to happen. Okay. Okay. Uh I also think that we're getting an Onimusha teaser for a reboot. No gameplay, just here's a title, it's gonna be a thing. Yeah. Probably for a twenty twenty two release, late twenty twenty two. Okay. Um because they came out with the that port to the Xbox and PlayStation. Uh, I think last year. Okay. Maybe the year before. For the first game. Right. And it just came out of the blue. And I feel like that was to test the market of how much people give a shit about Onimusha still. To see if they should do anything with the property. Yeah. Because they've been dormant for a long time with that property. Yeah. So, I think they're going to do something with Onimusha. Okay. Uh, Probably a reboot, but I, I it could be a continuation. But I think they'll just reboot it at this point. Uh, I think Game Pass will add Final Fantasy VII Remake. And the Avengers game with a special character.
1: Okay.
0: Like Spider Man is with Sony. I oh. think I think Microsoft will have
1: I think they're gonna slam figured on out the table. a <laughs> way
0: of getting a deal with Square Enix to put a new character in for them. Okay. In the Avengers game. Scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Yeah. They get the new character to help with Xbox side and then Game Pass will help get people into the game. Yes. For Square Enix. That would be cool. Okay. Uh, I'm thinking an X-Men character.
1: Yeah. That would be fun too.
0: be the most logical.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, I think Xbox is going to announce a new studio that they've purchased. Okay. There's been rumblings that there's more that they haven't announced yet. hmm And I think they're going to shadow drop a game for the fall 2021 release.
1: That also makes sense. Which would be very soon. Yeah.
0: Uh, I think Halo Infinite will get a shadow drop demo.
1: Oh. Okay,
0: A very small, basic, single-player thing. I don't think it's going to be multiplayer. Mm -hmm. But I think they'll give a demo to give you an idea of the open-world aspect of the game. Uh, I think Nintendo is going to tease Metroid 4, or Metroid Prime 4, sorry.
1: Okay. uh,
0: With some gameplay, not much. I think it's more going to be cutscene footage than actual gameplay. But I think they're going to show something beyond the one title that they showed many many years ago yeah <laughs> i mean they're gonna have to they've have to show they made
1: some kind of progress
0: so i think that's the most logical game that they're gonna show at E3. Yeah. we'll probably get a breath of the wild 2 as well they've yeah. already announced that with a trailer do last do, year
1: oh you know what i just thought of i wonder if they'll do another animal crossing
0: i'm sure they will yeah. <laughs> but i think it's too soon for that
1: is it okay I don't follow that game, so I don't really know. I just remember it got really popular for a while.
0: I mean, uh, the quarantine helped Fair early enough. on last year, so. Yeah. All right. Uh, my dream announcements. These are things that I are probably not likely, but mm-hmm. I really would like to see. mm mm-hmm. uh, Dino Crisis Remake with the new Resident Evil engine. I mean, yeah. Give me that. <laughs> Fucking give it give to me. Give me
1: that. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up and take my money.
0: Give me some Regina. <laughs> give me some dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give me some fixed camera angles. Yeah. Give me some security code doors I have to fucking figure out how to get into. Yeah. And then get mad because I can't, so I just finally Google it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Which I didn't have back when I played the game. Yeah. Did you go to on PlayStation 1. <laughs> Why doesn't this book have it? It's supposed to have everything. Uh. Okay, and then uh, another dream announcement. I think Xbox... Or I would like to see Xbox announce a partnership with Marvel and creating an exclusive game for the Xbox One and Series X.
1: Okay.
0: I'm thinking Guardians of the Galaxy.
1: That could be. At cool. first,
0: I was like X-Men, but I think it would be too hard to convince Marvel to do an X-Men game exclusive to one console.
1: Yeah. Guardians could work though.
0: I think Guardians would be a safe bet to make a video game that could be comparable to like a Spider, you know, the Sony Spider-Man game. Yeah.
1: Also, you could do multiplayer would be so easy. It basically be like Destiny.
0: Well, I don't know if I want multiplayer. I think it would be a single player. If they, if they had a single player game,
1: if they had a multiplayer mode, let's start
0: walking before we. Okay.
1: Okay. Fine. Fine. Fine.
0: I just would be happy to see a game on Xbox. I know. Yeah. For
1: <laughs> for Marvel. Yeah, I get it.
0: <laughs> let's not rush into a multiplayer thing. Fine,
1: fine, fine.
0: Look what happened with the Avengers. Come oh, on.
1: You're, you're right. It's fine. I'll just shut the fuck up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> These are my dreams. Oh, sorry. I will have them myself. Sorry, sorry. Okay, I mean, that's it. I, I'm you lost. had a
1: lot more predictions than I did. I mean, but I'm
0: sure I have more. I, just, I
1: think you, yeah, I didn't. Um, I finally
0: was like, I just need to stop.
1: Yeah, I saw how many lines I was like Jesus fucking Christ. Like I don't I don't know enough about this. I haven't been following it as closely lately, so <sighs> I think they all seem pretty solid though, so.
0: My dreams? Yeah. I have some pretty solid dreams.
1: <laughs> no, your predictions. <laughs>
0: okay. All right, and we have a little bit of news uh to cover as well. Uh odd world storm. you know, we talk about exclusives. I I took that as an exclusive for PlayStation.
1: Yeah.
0: Apparently, Oddworld Soulstorm has been rated for Xbox by the ESRB. Oh. Now the game is on PS5, PS4, and PC. Okay. Which I guess you could argue is maybe that's why because it's the PC side. Maybe. But if it's specifically saying Xbox,
1: yeah, that's weird.
0: I was thinking maybe there's like a confusion with a like Game Pass getting it right, for PC. Right. Yeah. But. Um, technically that's not considered Xbox, right? That's just Game Pass. Right. So could we be seeing a game that's deemed a PlayStation title coming to Xbox?
1: I mean, it seems like we could.
0: That would be really good to see. Like, I would love to see that. The game needed to have some work, but I think it would be great to see it come to Xbox.
1: Can I just say I'm super creeped out by the characters in that game. Like, I just don't like
0: them. Yeah, they are. always They're very <laughs>
1: odd-looking yeah. Yeah, they are. If you will. Yeah. That would be very interesting to see that transition, though.
0: Hmm. I mean, I guess we've had other games in the Oddworld franchise be multi platform So, it would make sense. But traditionally, the ones that include Abe are pretty much tied to PlayStation, it feels like.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, Apparently, there was a PlayStation VR showcase this last week. And a couple games that caught my interest I wanted to share with you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We talked last week about Puzzle Bobble.
1: We did. I don't
0: remember the context of it, but we talked about it.
1: Yeah, I, I don't either. So,
0: <laughs> unless Google is spying on me through my phone and then telling Sony. I mean,
1: maybe. Who knows?
0: Um, <laughs> There's going to be a Puzzle Bobble 3D Vacation Odyssey. Is a full title okay. coming out summer twenty twenty one?
1: I don't understand how you how you are gonna have a three D or a VR version of that.
0: It okay. So <laughs> I watched the trailer. It was very different than I expected it would be. Okay, um, it's basically a cube of the different colored bubbles. Yeah, bubbles, bubbles, bubbles.
1: Well, cause some, so the knockoff version was called Bubble Bobble. That's the one I played in. Okay. So it was arcade. a knockoff version. I think so. Okay. Because. I thought like it
0: just kept changing the name of the games.
1: Oh. I could be wrong. I just Anyways, assumed. Yeah. So
0: the balls.
1: Yeah. The balls. Uh,
0: so. <laughs> not the bears. The, the balls. <laughs> so. It's like a 3D realm of it. Hence the 3D side. Right? Yeah. And you shoot those things into the other ones. Mm-hmm. To try and burst the with the three combos. Yeah. But they move in all this stuff. So like it's very three-dimensional and like you it's a lot more layers to the puzzle solving than just than just point and
1: shoot yeah Yeah. okay
0: uh the game all isn't necessarily only vr it's also coming out on ps4 and ps5 i believe so by that logic then the vr side is kind of more of a i guess a gimmick yeah you will for the people to enjoy if they have vr but like It sounds like the functionality of the game isn't relied on VR.
1: Yeah. Okay. Still be interesting to see though.
0: I mean, yeah. Depending on the price, I'll probably grab it. If it's less than 20.
1: Yeah. For sure. uh,
0: There's another game called Arashi Castles of Sin coming out summer 2021. It was a VR game that looked very much similar to uh, Ghost of Tsushima, but first person VR. Okay. Had my interest. Looked pretty cool. You could be a samurai. Yeah. Fuck bitches up.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And by bitches, you mean the air?
0: The air. Yeah. (laughs) If you keep missing, yes.
1: Yeah. (laughs) What am I thinking of? Fruit Ninja.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. There already was a samurai game. Yeah. (laughs) I guess that's a ninja. Yeah. They're different things, right? Oh, yeah,
1: they are. Oh.
0: (laughs) Ninjas are... Quiet, samurais are...
1: Deadlier, potentially.
0: I don't know. I actually don't know the difference I've, between a samurai and ninja. I wonder a ninja. who would
1: win.
0: <laughs> I guess samurais <laughs> are armored, ninjas are just like, wear breathable Stealth clothes.
1: beat your ass with no tools stuff.
0: <laughs> no tool stuff? What does that even mean?
1: Like, they have no... Like, they can beat your ass just with martial arts, potentially. Okay. Right? Like, kung fu or whatever? Yeah,
0: like their fists are...
1: Yeah, of fury.
0: Okay, I was gonna say the fists are weapons, but yeah, okay. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, no, I guess that's the. You're right. Ninjas would probably be able to beat you up without a weapon. Although they're really tied to swords. Right? Are they? Or are, I feel are they like tied they to are.
1: size? Is that ninjas?
0: I mean, that's also ninjas. That's
1: Ninja Turtles.
0: <laughs> that's what I'm saying. They're- so really, there they, they are a lot of weapons.
1: Yeah. Nunchucks.
0: Yep. Yeah. Bows.
1: Yeah.
0: That's all I got. The four. Yeah. <laughs> turtles.
1: Yeah. Well, it sounds like a game you're yeah. going to enjoy. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it looked good to me. Uh, and then last they had the game called After the Fall, uh, releasing 2021. The co-op zombie shooter. I feel like we may have seen this before. Yeah. Uh, it, Definitely has my interest just off that description. In VR. In VR. So so you have
1: to know people who have VR. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I guess we we'll have to buy another VR.
1: Oh yeah. Is I'll, that what that means?
0: I'll do that for you. Okay.
1: <laughs> but then we would also need another PS4 because the PS5 you can't use VR, can you?
0: No, you can't. Have oh, you can't.
1: Oh okay. Duh.
0: We just have it hooked up we to the PS4 because um, it would just be easier. Wait, what was the reason? <laughs> There was, there was a re- really good reason. There was a good reason I did it. And now I'm like, well, what was the fucking reason?
1: Uh, was it like the number of ports you have available or something on your PS5? No. Or was it the fact that, do we have any disc versions?
0: Oh, it. this is what it was. Yes, we have a couple disc versions okay. of VR games, okay. which I'll probably never play. But <laughs> Just because knowing we have that them, I was like, want well, to. I have to have it on the PS4 since yeah. I can't play discs on the PS5. Got it, got it. But yeah, we technically could hook up the... Got it.
1: We have a little bit more room to move around in the living room anyway, so...
0: Yeah. Great. Now people know where our VR is, so they want to rob us. Okay. Like a ninja.
1: Okay. (laughs) Hopefully nobody wants to rob us.
0: And then last in our gaming news, uh, keeping it light this week. uh, I guess it's kind of gaming. Dark Horse Comics has opened up a division to turn their properties into AAA games. This is via the Venture Beat. Uh, So they have divisions that they've opened in Oregon and Shanghai. And they are reportedly going to be bringing properties like Hellboy, Sin City, 300, and Umbrella Academy to gamers.
1: 300, huh? I'm interested. Okay. They better have Spartan Kicks.
0: I mean, they kind of already made that kind of game, right? It's... Uh, like, was it Son of Rome? or what the, What's that game called? Oh. On Xbox? It's not. Yeah. It's not Dark Horse Comics who made the game. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's or true. had
0: somebody make the game. It's a Microsoft game, but like, it's.
1: Fair enough. About
0: the Spartan army. Yeah. Doing okay. things.
1: Doing things. I
0: think there's a Spartan kick in there.
1: Yeah. There should be. Legally.
0: I'll, I'll have to go look to make sure.
1: Yeah. Well, that's a cool, uh,. Venture, the yeah. I mean, I could see them
0: making like a Hellboy, like similar to uh, Shadow of Mordor. You know, yeah, that franchise, definitely. a little open world kind of thing like that. Where yeah. you're solving demonic crimes or something. I don't yeah.
1: know. And I could totally see Umbrella Academy being a game too.
0: What kind of a game would that be though?
1: I don't know, but... <laughs>
0: Like, that's the only game where I look at it and I go, I don't know what kind of game that would be.
1: I feel like it would be a situation where you would have to... You would be one of the characters having to find all the rest.
0: Okay, so it would be like a narrative story. Yeah. Okay. I was kind of thinking Sin City would make a good... I know it doesn't really exist anymore, but Telltales.
1: Oh, yeah, I can I think see that. Sin
0: City would be really good with a Telltale-style game. Yeah. Where... You have chapters telling the story for each character,
1: mm-hmm. and then
0: have them tie together to do the the overall arc of Sin City.
1: Yeah, I can see that too for sure.
0: Does Telltale exist? I don't know. I know they like remade a company till they could finish releasing the Walking Dead game that was unfinished. But I don't know if that was just to beat the, to finish the game, or if they like are actively working on new shit too.
1: Nope, they do not exist. Oh, wait. For the new company that acquired its assets, see Telltale Games 2018 to present. LCG Entertainment, doing business as Telltale Games. So Okay,
0: so they technically exist, but they're a different It's a different, company. yeah. Somebody
1: acquired to the Telltale Games assets and started.
0: Yeah, they basically hired anybody who wanted to come back and finish the game think it was like a skeleton crew but they yeah they that's what they did was they finished the last chapter of that Mm -hmm. game that's crazy yeah i think umbrella academy is the biggest title there as far as making a game Mm -hmm. that's relevant to what people like in pop culture right now yeah but i just don't know what i could think of that would be a a type of game you would do for that
1: i yeah i feel like it could be something i don't know how to like the you know in the Batman game, is it the Telltale game where you have to choose whether you're gonna be Batman or Bruce Wayne?
0: Oh, to like do whatever to do you're certain be missions? With. Yeah, yeah. I think that was the Telltale. So one.
1: maybe it could be something like that, where there's part of the story is going and finding certain siblings, and then once they're all together, they have to do some shit to like save the world, mm-hmm. and you have to choose which characters to use for certain missions based on their skill set or their power, really.
0: Okay. So but it would be like an actual like third person Yeah, I think so. F- like game like like, a, like the Arkham games. Yeah. Not not the Telltale game.
1: No, not like a Telltale game, but that was just but like But it would the, have
0: the option to Yeah,
1: play. like you could choose the characters to go like um uh fuck. the outer in the outer worlds or outer worlds, outer worlds. You can choose your crewmates. Like you have four or five crewmates, you uh-huh. can choose which two to take with you. So, so you have
0: to pick between your siblings who you want?
1: Yeah, maybe. Or you have the option... I don't know if you have the option to play whichever one you want, or you just choose which one to take with you. It's interesting. I don't know. I'm just just making shit up off the top of my head. Gotcha, so. gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> but something like that, where you choose them based on their stats and what mission you're doing, basically.
0: Hmm. Okay. it's Interesting. It's a real shame that Dark Horse Comics uh, doesn't have the alien in... Predator properties anymore. Yeah,
1: that would have been fucking cool.
0: They could have made some games with those, potentially.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I know they technically didn't own them; they just had the license for the comics. But it would have been cool to we'll yep. see if they could do something like that.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Although we are getting an Alien game at some point.
1: Well, regardless, it does seem like it has potential to do. They have potential to do some cool stuff with what they've got.
0: Yeah. Alright, that's it for our episode. That is it. No review this week, but I am more likely than not going to be buying Ratchet & Clank, Rift Apart.
1: Yeah, good to know.
0: So, I'll probably have that to talk about.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so thanks everyone for listening. We appreciate you sticking with us through this news and stuff. Uh... News and opinions? I don't know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, definitely don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Dissecting This Fiction Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at DTF Pod or our website, DTFcast.com. Please, if you haven't already, go to your Apple or Apple Podcasts or iTunes or whatever podcast service you use and leave us a review so we can understand how we're doing. Um, and if you have any. Questions, you want to send them to us directly? Our email is dtfpod at gmail.com. Thanks everyone for listening.
0: That's it for episode 95 of Dissecting This Fiction. Bye bye.